Welcome to the Interconnections Talk for week 41, all about God images and parts. This is Dr. Peter. We are talking about how to work with our parts when it comes to God. We are coming to the crux of the matter, how we relate with God across all the parts in our system. And that's so important because our Lord tells us in the great commandment that we are to love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our heart, and all our soul and all our mind and all our strength, but all our heart. The way I hear that is with all of our being, with every fiber of our being, with all of our parts, all of us, all of our parts, united, collaborating, cooperating. But before we jump into that, let's just do a brief review of week 40 last week in the RCC, which was all about shame and parts. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this, but remember, shame is the primary problem we have in the natural realm. I'm not talking about morality or spirituality here. I'm talking about the natural realm because shame gives birth to so many secondary problems. And we tend to focus on those secondary problems, the problems that are further downstream, including anger. Shame is five things, five elements to shame, five ways to think about it. Shame is a primary emotion, a bodily reaction, a signal, a judgment, and an action. Shame, a primary emotion, a bodily reaction, a signal, a judgment, and an action. And we discussed how psychiatrist Donald Nathanson back in the 90s had four defensive scripts for avoiding shame, like four points of a compass. He discussed how the four defensive scripts are, one, to attack the self, two, to attack others first, three, to withdraw and isolate from others, and four, to avoid inner experiences, to avoid going inside. So those four compass points One, to attack the self. Two, to attack others first, often preemptively with sarcasm or cutting humor. Third, to withdraw and isolate from others. And fourth, to avoid inner experiences. And we went through several commonly found roles that parts have, how those parts contend with shame. The managers, the firefighters, and the exos. We went through lots of examples of how different parts are involved in managing shame or dealing with shame inside. You can always go back and listen to interconnections talks again. You can always go back to the experiential exercises from previous weeks. They're all in your resource sheets. But today, we're talking about parts and God. And let's just start by discussing two important notions. The first is the God concept. And the second is the God image. Your God concept is what you profess to believe about God. It's your intellectual understanding of God. It's based on what you've learned, what you've explored through reading, what you've chosen or decided to believe about God. This involves the will. And the God concept of Orthodox Catholics is reflected in the major teaching of the church. That's through the scriptures, through the catechism. And your God concept is conscious and it's freely embraced. Now your God image, on the other hand, is totally different. God images are very different than God concepts. 
Your God image is your emotional and subjective experience of God, who you feel God to be in your bones. God images are how your emotions, how your heart interprets God subjectively. And that interpretation of God, that God image may or may not correspond to your God concept in any given moments. We can be very split and divided inside about God images. God images are often latent and unconscious. And research indicates that God images are initially shaped by the relationship with one's parents or one's caregivers, and that God images are heavily influenced by psychological factors. God images are always formed experientially. They flow from relational experiences. I'll talk more about that in a little bit. But not just those relational experiences, but how we construe and make sense of those experiences when we are young. The important thing to remember is that you don't choose a God image. It's initially formed into you. And you can't just will a God image away. It's not subject to the sheer force of your will. But you can create the conditions which will eventually change your God images. How do we work with our parts around the whole major issue of God? Because remember, our primary goal is this deep and loving intimacy with God our Father, with Jesus our brother and our Savior, with the Holy Spirit, and with our mother Mary. That's really ultimately what we're looking for here. But we're not going about it the same way that so many other people have gone about it. It's very, very different when you think about this in terms of parts. right? So I'm going to be introducing you to a way that might seem much less linear, much less lockstep, much less direct, but I think is actually far more effective. It's been far more effective for me, and it's been far more effective with dozen scores of people that I've worked with. And so we're going to be looking at how do we get in touch with our parts in a part-centric way. So many times, the way that the faith gets presented to us, the way that it gets presented to parts is in this like this Procrustean bed where the, the part has to fit the faith. Right, We're actually going to be starting with where the part is with a deep and loving understanding of the part. That's where we start. Because each part has an image of God, and each part has an image of Our Lady, and each part has an image of this relationship between the part and God. And parts see God, the self, and the relationship between God and self very, very differently from one another. That's why we can have so many differing, contradictory notions about God within us. These parts are heavily influenced by their experiences. They learn experientially. The experiences that a part has been present for, that that part has taken in, that that part has been in front for, those experiences are weighted very heavily along with how the part made sense of those experiences, how the part construed those experiences. And that's based on the resources that the part had at the time the part went through the experience. So often those are very, very young ways of understanding. We'll talk about that more in a minute. And then also, 
the way parts see God, the self, and the relationship between God and self has a lot to do with the role that the part has taken on within the system. Right? Remember that a whole religion is based around the God image, the self image, and the understanding of the relationship between the self and God that a part has. Or it might be the lack of a relationship between the self and God. A whole religion is based on that. And when parts are not connected securely with the self, those images of God are never accurate. They may have accurate elements in them, but there is so many different ways that those images of God get twisted around. And many of you remember that I did a whole series on God Images, episodes 23 to 29 of Interior Integration for Catholics. You can find out all about the different kinds of God Images. What I'm saying is that each part has a God image. We need to appreciate also that many parts are likely to not be very familiar with God, to not really know very much about God, to have very young understandings of God, very partial, uh, very partial understandings of God, very filtered understandings of God. And so many parts are terrified of God. Many parts are disappointed with God. Many parts are angry at God. And many parts may even reject God. They have worked with parts of all different stripes in terms of their responses and their reactions to God. And the classic response among serious Catholics is to steamroll those parts that have these problematic God images. It's driven by Catholic standard bearers. It's driven by our inner critics. We want to battle those parts. We want to overpower them. This is what I call the power spiritualities. You want to triumph and conquer within. And what happens then is we build a competing neural network in the brain, one that's, you know, hopefully, and according to these managers that we have that are seeking our good by drowning out these other parts, hopefully that new neural network will overpower the old neural network. It'll have more electrical activity. It'll be able to override the old, the old network. And what I'm suggesting is that if we really connect with our parts, the neural networks that they're associated with can also come into much greater order. That's so much better than a power spirituality overpowering the parts. So we are saying that all parts deserve to be heard, seen, known, and understood. That they all deserve a place at the table, right? Remember, that these parts are phenomenologically very young. Do we really expect little young parts to have a mature understanding of God? Do we condemn our three-year-old and five-year-old sons and daughters and nieces and nephews if their understandings of God are off in some way? Of course not. We work with them. We, 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 we embrace them where they're at. We want to show them the love of God. And can we do the same thing with our own parts, our parts who are often caught back in time, back in our childhood in one way or another? That's what we're going to be focusing on today. So in this experiential exercise that's coming up, a lot of patience, a lot of kindness, a big open heart. The number one, the very first condition for secure attachment by Brown and Elliot is safety and security. We want to work in a way where our parts 
feel safe and secure. And I'm talking about all of our parts, not just the ones that are in charge right now, but all of our parts. We want to create a safe and secure environment inside so that we can actually be with our parts as they are, especially with regard to the ways that they see God, especially with the ways that they see Our Lady. Once we have a deeper and clearer understanding of how our parts are doing and what they believe and what they what they assume and how they feel and so forth, we can begin to work with them in an entirely different way. But so many people rush the process because they've got eager manager parts that are pushing and it's because of their own images of God that are difficult, right? So we're going to try to just work with one or maybe two. I mean, maybe more if you can work with more parts than one or two in this exercise. Okay, I'm not going to stop you. Um, but we're really wanting to get to know where our parts are with regard to their experience of God, right? Big open heart. And the number one thing then, safety and security and how do we provide that when we're doing an exercise like this? It's by being recollected. It's by being what in IFS we call being in self, right? How do we know if we're in self? How do we know if we're having good self-energy? Well, we have the eight C's, right? Calm, curiosity, compassion, confidence, courage, clarity, connectedness, creativity, and kindness. And in this exercise, I'm particularly going to emphasize kindness and curiosity and compassion and connectedness. Those are the ones that we're really going to be looking at. Kindness, curiosity, compassion, and connectedness. This is what we really need and what is often lacking when our parts have come up against some criticism of their God image, right? So many times parts have been condemned for believing something that is not what the church teaches about God. I get curious. I say, why? Why is that? Where does that come from? There's a reason for everything that parts believe. There's a reason for all of their assumptions, right? So we want to have this deep sense of humility because there's so much we don't know. And if we understood it, the parts behavior would make sense. Parts behaviors always make sense if you understand those parts assumptions, motivations, intentions. Again, often magical thinking, often very young thinking. And with that, I am going to invite you into your sharing time to have a brief discussion about this interconnections talk. Just curious about what this means for you, what insights you had, how it might impact your parts, just an opportunity to kind of talk about this before we go to our experiential exercise. And I will see you on the other side for that experiential exercise in just a little bit.